Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Leach Report Radio Network presents Kentucky Bank Sunday Morning Sports Talk on 630 WLAP. Interact with the show by calling 859-280-CATS. That's 859-280-2287. Now, with Larry Vaught and Anthony White, here's Curtis Birch. Welcome back in to Kentucky Bank Sunday Morning Sports Talk. Curtis Birch here with Anthony White live from the Clark's Pump and Shop downtown Lexington on Main Street. Larry Vaught on the phone with us. Bo Robinson back at the studio. Been talking a bunch of Kentucky football and some Kentucky basketball as well. If you missed any of the conversations in the first two hours, you can always check us out on podcast. Just search WLAP Sports on your favorite podcast players. And we'll be sharing the links on our social media. You can find us on Twitter at Sunday AM Sports. That's a great place to leave any questions or comments. We got a tweet in from Steve about Leonard's Losers, uh, one of the old shows. Where did, when, where was that playing here? In, I mean, when would that show play, Larry? Uh, most of the time during the UK pre pregame football show. That's what I thought. Um, so yeah, and played of course around the SEC. One of the most um, you know iconic things. So he sent us a clip. We hit the retweet button. You can find that find that there. Um, and you can also email us Sunday morning sports talk at gmail.com any questions or comments. So um, I have the are the closing ceremonies when do those happen, Larry? Closing ceremonies are probably going on right now and will be shown tonight. Okay. That's what I thought. So we're we're wrapping up here uh, on the on the Olympics. What what are your what are you what are you taking away from these these Olympics? Hey man, I, I loved it. I was watching some kind of cycling last night at twelve thirty or something. I mean, it's been a really fun two weeks. I always enjoy the Olympics. I think it's been even more meaningful this year because of the, the former UK athletes have done so well. It's kind of nice to think and, and say, hey, yeah, I remember interviewing this one or that one when they were in high school and now they're going to go medals or it, so it's been really really cool to watch and what lee Kiefer and her husband did in fencing that's pretty pretty neat to know because lee is somebody that i don't know personally but i've watched stories about her mm-hmm. and she was 12 or 13 years old on the tv stations in lexington so that was pretty cool and had a chance to talk to her dad after she won so i think the olympics have just been Terrific for me. I mean, I always enjoy them. It makes me sometimes wonder why the TV stations, networks don't show a little bit more of maybe swimming, track and field during the non-Olympic years. But then maybe it's just because nobody would watch as much then. That's what we do when we get caught up in the 
Olympics like what we do, but it, it, it's caused me to have a lot less sleep the last two weeks, so I'll be looking forward <laughs> to catching up on my sleep, because especially with the time difference, I mean, you can, you could seem like there's the something time. on 24-7 on like three or four different stations, you could yep. wake up and be watching something, go to bed and still be watching something, I mean, I watched probably 35 hours of golf for the men and the women because of That's the way the time, and I was, it, it's amazing. Anthony, what was your favorite part of the Olympics? Uh... I kind of like the uh I kind of like the social media aspect of it. It's funny a lot of former UK most of them were UK track people just looking at my timeline and, mm-hmm. and the guys that you know are guys and gals well just being proud you know being from the University of Kentucky and uh of people in there and every I'm talking about every I look up and down my line everybody's posting and it just showed a bunch of pride in the University of Kentucky so I kind of like that you know just reminiscing some of these oh, I remember I went to college and you know I've been out of college for uh 20 some years if you don't if you don't remember but uh so it was just kind of remembering you know some of the old guys I'm like dang yeah, he did run track and there's some people I know that were in sports that I forgot they were in sports but they were they were happy they were being represented that way. But I did watch the my the main thing I think I really got to watch when I sat down and actually enjoyed was was that the ten mile yesterday where they were just running around and around and the girl the uh, uh, the world record holder got got passed at the end and they oh, were and they were that just, marathon that was a marathon wasn't it Yeah 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 that, and then then they were just laying out there on the track and it was just like. Depleted, but uh, I thought the girl in the front they said was the the world record holder, and she got they had got came to a dead sprint at the end and just really then yeah, and they got done. They just laid out on the track, couldn't move, and the one girl was asking for some water and stuff, and they tried to put the mic in her face, and she she <laughs> shooed them off like get out, move, get the mic out of there, and everybody's like, somebody bring her some water. So she starts oh, trying no. to crawl to the side of the track, and she couldn't make it oh to the side, gosh. and they finally brought her some water like a whole two minutes later. Was that? Oh yeah, you're right. That that, that, that was a ten thousand meter. You're right. 10, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was watching the marathon yesterday, the men's marathon, and the the gold medal was was never in doubt, um, but the battle for the silver and bronze was. I don't know if you got a chance to see it, Larry, but it was kind of crazy because there was a group of three battling out for the last two medals, and uh, the one guy that ended up getting the silver started just like waving the guy uh that was in fourth like come on let's beat this <laughs> let's beat this guy <laughs> and he and then the, the guy like kind of i don't know if it's technically drafting or how it works but like he went with him and they both passed that guy and like pushed each other and and, and you know th- then that guy settles for fourth which i mean <laughs> sorry you're only the fourth best marathoner in the entire world that's no you know small feat but yeah you just see those little moments like that all the time they're they're crazy and and awesome to see on the on the biggest of big stages. Yeah, a- absolutely. And it was kind of funny in the men's marathon. The one time that the Kenyan yelled at the American runner about twelve or fourteen miles into it, he wanted the American to come up in front of him and kind of lead for a while. And the American said, "Nah, I'm not going to do it." <laughs> <laughs> I kind of I've never seen anything quite like that. So it's 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 just fun. It's just fun to watch. I mean, you you just watch. The, I mean, last night I was watching the. I don't know, some kind of shooting where they shoot the targets and they go sprint for a while and they come back and shoot again. And I, I'd never seen that before, so it just was kind of fun to watch. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Um, yeah, and, I mean, we will now we'll dive into the, the Kentucky Connections because 
Um, I'm fine. I'm, uh, I got a couple of different references, so I don't know which one's e- exactly, exactly right. But I see when you're looking at schools um, that the produced Olympians, and these are from the athletic programs. I got a, I got one chart that has Kentucky getting seven gold medals and three silvers, and I believe uh, the way these are kind of done is individual events. So like, bam, Devin Booker and Keldon Johnson's count as you know one gold. Yeah. Um, and then I, I, on another one that I'm, I'm looking at, it, it has Kentucky at six gold medals. So, however you're, you're shaking this out, both impressive. And, and as you, you pointed out, Larry, um, it doesn't include the two, two fencing because those, those technically weren't like University of Kentucky athletes, even though they're, they were U.K. students, but I think we should claim them. Um, that's, so, that's right. Yeah, we're counting them. Yeah, and so you bump that up and – it's crazy, so that you know, if you, if you throw them in, and I'm, you know, that means you're bumping up to about 12 medals there that came from the University of Kentucky, and from a medal count standpoint, in a country, that means they would be, the way I'm looking at it, about uh, 17th, uh, or yes, wow. no, 18th, right behind Poland and right above the the Czech Republic in in total medals. So, <laughs> I mean, that's pretty awesome uh, for uh for one school. And the other the crazy part is is Kentucky wasn't the most successful uh, school either. You have USC, Stanford, and Florida at the top. Florida dominates so much in um, swimming. Stanford, uh, uh, so many different places as well, and, and USC has so many sports. So, you know, it's kind of a, a fun competition inside a competition, and we often talked in the past about the building up of the athletic program here at Kentucky across the board. You're you're really now seeing it even at the Olympic level. Absolutely, and it's just it's, it's just fun to watch. I mean, it's really been fun. I, I hate to see it in, I mean, Sydney McLaughlin was just, Yep. Amazing. The thing about it, we know we're know we're going to see her again. Watch her in that four by four hundred relay, and be part of that with Allison Felix going out and and doing what she did, and and be on that team with her was amazing. So it, it it's just incredible to watch. It just fun to see so many great athletes, whether it's swimming, track and field, beach volleyball. I mean, I, I guess the only or maybe the one disappointment for the. Americans was at a U.S. women's soccer team didn't fare a little better. Mm-hmm. They, they got bronze. They just never really looked great in the whole event. But overall, really fun Olympics. I'm not sure if you if you actually think about it, Larry, if you should you'd be sad to see this go because you know that football just started back up. So you're going to be a very busy guy, man. <laughs> the, the guys are important I, I, on campus. I, so I did watch some Canadian Football League. Was it last night or Friday night? One of the two, I watched some Canadian football league. We got any guys over there? I know for a minute. I, I was watching one game, and somebody from UK was were playing was playing in the CFL. Um, I know. I thought Boom was up there, but that was it. I thought it was a running back that was up there somewhere. I know uh, DeQuinn Evans was played up there for a while, and I think he might be messing around and coaching. Um, I don't know if it's in the CFL necessarily, but I know he was playing up there for a bit. I don't know about anybody on the cur- current. Yeah. CFL rosters. Yeah, well, there was somebody I watched, and I was like, I didn't know they were still playing. It may not have been a runner. I can't remember who it was. Well, there you go. It's in. We got NFL uh, preseason football as well with the with the uh, Hall of Fame game. Saw some plays from some Kentucky guys. Let's let's actually take a break, and then um, we'll ask Anthony if he saw anything that stood out to him in the, in that game between the Steelers and the Cowboys, two teams that have a 
quite a few former cats on their rosters as well. So if you have any questions or comments, hit us up on Twitter at Sunday AM Sports. Curtis Birch, Anthony White, Larry Vaught, Bo Robinson. This is Kentucky Bank Sunday Morning Sports Talk. Welcome back in to Kentucky Bank Sunday Morning Sports Talk. Curtis Birch, Anthony White, Larry Vaught, Bo Robinson with you here today. Let's get to the phone lines. Dick from Dayton is on there. What's going on this morning? Morning, Curtis. Morning, Larry and Anthony. How are you? Fantastic. Hey, hey, Curtis, Larry, and Anthony. Yeah. I got a feeling we might be going to the playoffs if the pitching can hold up for the Reds. Mm-hmm. I have never seen that team hit that many home runs. Have you? No. 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 They're, they're, I'm telling you, Curtis. They're peaking at the I right time. Good, I've got a good feeling about the next week, too. The Bengals are going to win that exhibition game, Curtis. I think they will, and I think they'll win every game after that. I think the <laughs> – sorry to the 72 Dolphins. Your streak is over. Yep. Well, I thought I'd check in. Thank you for calling. Hey, Dick, hey, Dick the, big, You're the welcome. big red machine back in the day could hit a lot of home runs. <laughs> he gone. <laughs> uh, yeah, could they, Larry? Uh, didn't they play in like the biggest ballpark ever? Or where were they at? Were they at a riverfront? Right? I don't even know. Yeah, what but, year. but 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 George Foster, Johnny Bench, Tony Perez, those guys, Ken Griffith, those guys could hit out any ballpark. Well, it's good if you're if we're comparing teams to the Big Red Machine, a current team. That's a it's a good win for the, the for the Reds there. Um, yeah, but, but bad, bad news on Jensen Castle. She's lost three of the last four holes. She's now one down after 15. Just one down, though, after having that uh, for rough stretch means it's not too bad. Yeah, so she just needs to get to the clubhouse here and get some lunch, regroup, mm-hmm. and get back out for this afternoon. We're talk- um, Dick mentioned the Bengals have a preseason game upcoming. Of course, the NFL exhibition season kicks off with the Hall of Fame game. It was the Steelers versus the Cowboys earlier this week. Anthony, did you have any takeaways from that? A lot of a lot of Kentucky players on those rosters. No, no. Like uh, look like Q got a couple tackles. Uh, uh, what's his name? Boss man got a tackle. I, I was actually tuning in to see how this thing was going to shake out in the backfield over there for the Steelers. Uh, see what my man Benny was going to do. I didn't get the opportunity to watch him partake for whatever reason. I was surprised, though. I was surprised that Najee Harris got some. I think he was in in like the third quarter. I guess him being a rookie or whatever, they just getting in the reps. But typically when you have a, a high round guy on that first scrimmage, you only get, you know, maybe a quarter, quarter and a half. Well, and that's the bonus one. Because, I mean, the Hall of Fame game doesn't count against the other ones, I think, right? So, yeah, makes – Yeah, but you don't want them getting hurt is my thing. That's what that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. like you're giving them even more. Uh, Larry, did you have any, any takeaways from the, the preseason football? Well, I think – and I believe I talked with Anthony. I talked with about this. I think I'm feeling like it was a good thing that we didn't see Benny play because that tells me that the Steelers – don't want to take a chance on getting him hurt in a game like that, and don't don't need to put him put him in there and play him like that. So, because you keep seeing little snippets that maybe he's in a little jeopardy right there, or maybe he's not. But I'm going to take it the fact that he didn't play in the exhibition game as a good thing. Well, it didn't hurt him looking at uh, 
Najee had thirty. I mean, three point one carry average on seven carries, and I think his biggest competition was really uh, Jalen Samuels, who had a one point eight. 1.8 yard per carry Ooh, average. So that's not good. Yeah. So I'm so Benny <laughs> didn't hurt himself by not playing any. I, I thought. I mean, I, I saw some impressive clips on social media. I'm not going to pretend like I watched the whole game, but uh, Quentin Bohanna had a nice ta- uh, chase down tackle, and just the way the Cowboys have talked about him this uh, preseason, I, I think that his his future in that organization. It seems like it's it's really bright, and you know, speaking of looking at the organization, I've Larry. I don't know how much you've seen, but I, I've seen a lot of positive reports for Drake Jackson and the Lions. Yeah, uh, there were some questions yeah. if he would be able to make that roster, um, but from everything that the beat reporters uh, up there in Detroit have been sharing, it sounds like all the coaches have been really impressed with Drake. Yeah, I think, and, and that's no surprise. Most no. of us, I don't think. I think we all figured Drake was going to be able to get in there and impress folks and would and would do just fine. I'm not sure that, just from people I talk to, that Drake may be destined to be a 10-year starter in the NFL, but I think he's guys going to play a lot, a lot of years in the NFL because of his versatility. I think he can maybe play a couple spots for you. He'll be a good locker room guy, and, he, and he's a smart guy. So I, I just think, Anthony, he's going to find a way to hang around. And once he does for a year or two, he'll just get so established, he'll just hang around for a lot longer then. Yeah, and like you said, his brain is going to keep him there. And the big thing is really, uh, like I said, keeping your foot in the door and keeping uh, keeping uh, active in the league. Because mm-hmm. like once, once you get out of there for a short period of time, it's hard for you to return. Mm-hmm. But I think he's smart enough to stick around. Sometimes you, you just got to bide your time and uh, wait for your number to be called, right? Yep, and when you're waiting for your time, you get your La Terrain watch, and you'll know exactly what time it is. La Terrain is an attractive, affordable brand. La Terrain is stylish watches for all occasions. Uh, they are out of Charlotte, North Carolina. They are moving into the Lexington, Kentucky market. They are represented by some former U.K. legends. I'm not, not including like myself White. in that. But there are, there are some some uh, some guys who, who are representing the brand as well, so – yeah, it's a respectable brand. Uh, go on over to LaTerrain.com and check out their watch collection and fashion accessories. Uh, to check out, use the code SMST, the Sunday Morning Sports Talk acronym, SMST, at checkout for 10% off. That's LaTerrain.com. There you go. Get yourself a watch. We're, we're coming up uh, against a break here, but we're gonna, we got some got some talking about recruiting um, afterwards, we're going to talk some football and basketball recruiting. It's interesting. There was, there was a, a, I think, a big decision coming up for a uh, local prospect here on the football side. And then there's been some some national news on a target that uh, U.K. basketball is heavily involved in. in. So we're going to discuss both of those. If you have any questions or comments, into the show. Hit us up on Twitter at SundayAMSports. You can also email us, as always, Sunday morning sports talk at gmail.com. Uh, I'm Curtis Birch with Anthony White, Larry Vaught, Bo Robinson back at the studio making this show happen. And we're live from the Clark's Pumping Shop downtown Lexington on Main Street. And you are listening to Kentucky Bank Sunday morning sports talk. I'm calling to you like a long lost friend, but I know who. Welcome back in to Kentucky Bank Sunday Morning Sports Talk. Curtis Birch 
Anthony White, Larry Vaught, Bo Robinson, all with you here today. College football lost a legend. Uh, Bobby Bowden passed away. the legendary Florida State coach. Uh, Larry, I mean, he's just was such a fixture in, in college football, and he made those those teams at FSU so much fun to watch. And there were so many, so many back and forth uh, with so many, you know, fun programs, the Miami rivalries and, all, and Florida rivalries and the like. Um, a guy who made a huge impact on, you know, not just college sports, but sports in general. Heck, and he was just fun to listen to also. Yes. He, just, he, was, he was a great interview. Of course, his son, Tommy, coached at UK for a few years there. and was a delightful guy to be around and had a chance to talk to Bobby a couple times when, when Tommy came here and then also talked to Bobby when Jacob Tammy won the Bobby Bowden FCA award at the end of his Kentucky career. So just a ter- terrific guy as far as – I mean, I, I could never say any great things about him. He, he seemed to do things the right way. He led a terrific life. Uh, and, again, one of the best guys you could ever talk to as far as just interviewing. And some of the things he said about him trying to be funny were always so funny. But the teams he put on the field, man, he really related to guys that had some terrific athletes that played for him. Yeah, I know quite a few guys. Who, well, actually, my roommates were from uh, were from Tallahassee, Florida, so – they kind of revered uh, Bobby Bowden and, and, you know, loved the things he did. But the one thing I always took away from – I've always admired him because the whole time he was at Florida State through my youth and other uh, things, he may lose one. He's in the national championship pitcher every year. Yeah. So I just thought he brought, you know, great guys in, Coach, you know, Dion and those guys. But the guys that I know him personally, man, they and that's – best compliment I think a coach can have is when your players say you're kind of like a father figure. If they look up to you in the yeah. way they respect them, I mean, it's uh, – I mean, you've heard me talk about some of my past coaches. I, all of the comments haven't been, you know, glorifying, you know, their coaching. But I've, like, I'm with Larry. I haven't heard anything bad. And they kind of talk, speak of them in the reverence of uh, like a father, you know, somebody they look up to. And, and he was always – I thought from the comments they had, he's somebody you can call to about uh, – uh, family troubles or, mm-hmm. you know, just personal issues. I'm talking about after their playing days. These guys are my age and still was uh, keeping in contact with Bobby Bowden for, for years after they were done playing. Yeah, so thoughts and prayers to the Bowden family um, in that in this uh, difficult time uh, for them. Um, Larry, uh, when we were setting up the show topics, um, you had one about uh, recruiting, football recruiting uh, I guess there's an upcoming commitment from a, a local prospect. Yeah, but there's somebody there sitting with you that uh, has better contacts than me. But yes, uh, young, well, Ty Bryant uh, now still a, a junior again this year at Frederick Douglass High School is going to make his recruiting announcement unless something changes on August 18th, which will be his birthday. And he's been a Kentucky target for several years. His father, Cisco played at Kentucky and a guy that Anthony knows well and I think I think it would well, I know it would surprise me if he doesn't pick Kentucky but I mean he's got a lot of a lot of offers and a lot of possible places he could go but I didn't know until Anthony explained to me that even though he's having a birthday on August 18th he'll only be 17 years old in what would have been his senior season so basically mm. 
by doing the COVID do-over year. He's just kind of back in the class where he should have been, isn't he, Anthony? Yep. He, so he, he's going to be 16 on his senior year for the first week of school. He'll be through the, through the part of the first week of school, he'll be 16. And then his whole senior year, he'll be 17. So, you know, okay. so he's just going to be 16 on this. So I think he's going to be, no, he's no, he, be 16. No, he's going to wow. be 17. But we start school okay. before his birthday, I believe. Oh, so okay. All right. I got he'll you. enter I got school, you. he'll enter his senior year at 16, but he'll be 17 his entire senior year. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And I I'm, I want to draw a little suspense, Larry. Oh. Draw a little suspense. I'm not as I'm not as sure as you are that, that he may pick the, the Kentucky Blue because – Oh. I wanted to help him make the decision. He can come in the locker since we're on Wednesdays now. And as much as he wanted to, he wanted to spend the time with his friends. But I also think that he respects me enough that if it's not going to be Kentucky, he don't want to be on my on my show. Oh. oh. <laughs> See, so we're going to draw some suspense. There you go. So we'll have to wow. be tuned into that. But, uh, yeah, another another Kentucky high school product that has a a lot going for them and has a lot of great options in their collegiate football career. The farm. (laughs) Uh, Larry, one of the other things that that came out this week was a big-time basketball recruit. Shaden Sharp cut his list to five. Uh, Kentucky is among those five. Also, Arizona, Kansas, Oklahoma State, and the G League Recently released, uh, I think earlier this morning, an interview with ESPN, and um, he kind of, we are talking about some suspense, and this recruitment, uh, a lot of people said there's no suspense, Sharp was going to come to Kentucky, he had major ties to the program, he's in the same uh, AAU team uh, as Shea Gildress Alexander, and has a lot of the same mentors, Sharp also visited Kentucky um, his only college visit to this point, so a lot of there was a lot of connecting of the dots and things. But he, in the interview with ESPN, said that that's not the case. He's open to all the options, and it sounded like the ones he the one he has to explore the most is the G League option, which all these talented guys now have to do. Uh, miss on Jalen Duran, who was the number one player in the 2022 class. There's going to have to be some reshuffling. In the 2022 class, because of course Duran reclassified to 2021 when he made his announcement. Amani Bates, uh, Bates also recently reclassified to 2021. Uh, there's some speculation that Sharp might end up being the number one player in that 2022 class. Uh, what's your view on uh, this recruitment, Larry? Well, I've been all in on Kentucky for a while, so I'm not. I'm not changing my prediction there. I think the ties to Kentucky are just really strong. It's also interesting that article that he talked about they, that he had turned down a seven-figure offer yeah. from the overtime league. So if my math is right. If you have seven figures, that means it's a million dollars or more, right? One, two. Anthony, you're the one who makes all the money. Is that right? <laughs> yes, I don't make all the money, but 
<laughs> yes. Yeah. So, so if he, he's already turned that down uh, because he said he's kind of worried about the future of the league. And I guess he could see accepted him not being able to pay him. Is basically what he was saying. Yeah. But that's, this is really the first time I've heard much talk about that he might explore the G League. But I think any young man owes that to him himself. But I just think the connections to Kentucky are really strong. He's, he's big buddies with Sky Clark, who's committed to Kentucky. Uh, he, he's part of the grind session. He plays out at uh, mm-hmm. for, for Dream City out in Arizona. Not the same team that Ty Ty Washington played at the Arizona Compass, but in that same league. So I'm just saying if you want to have a chance to watch uh, Shaden Sharp, who I think will make his decision in November, maybe not, but I think he will, I'm pretty sure he will be at the Marshall County Hoop Fest and, oh. and, and also at uh, Mustang Madness at McCracken County. So that will be two chances in December and early January you might have to see a future U.K. player perform. And you and one of you guys said he's going to be number one now that J- s- now that Jalen's out. Or are you? It's that has been speculated, oh, okay. but in recruiting circles, when they reshuffle the the pecking order, got to find out he's number one first. Then I'll go to Marshall <laughs> County. <laughs> Anthony White has high standards, Larry Vaught. <laughs> so, so if he's number three or four, you won't come. Yeah, three or four just don't <laughs> cut it for me, Larry. You've been around <laughs> me before, man. <laughs> okay, well, we'll have to see if we can if we can bump them up because you know. And there's another kid that might be there too from out at uh, Prolific Prep that Kentucky's been involved with lately, a, a five-star center in that 2022 class named Adeem Bona. So he's uh, I think about a six-ten, six-eleven, two hundred twenty-five pound guy. So he he might be there too. So maybe the combination of the two of them will, will uh, be enough to draw you down there. Yeah, can't pass. Yeah, you're right. Can't pass up two for a dollar. <laughs> you can't pass that up, man. Oh uh, well, yeah, yeah, it's Anthony, Anthony White. I, I'm not I'm only coming if it's a number one prospect, or or you can get me down there for two top ten guys as well. That that's that's his that's his mark uh, for seeing some prep basketball. So now we know, Larry. We know how to get him. What what would get him to those events? Yeah, that, and that's okay. I mean, it'll, at least he's honest about it. <laughs> Exactly right. Um, let's go ahead and get to our, our last break a little bit early here. Um, after this, I'm going to share some some comments, uh, some uh, a quick interesting story from the Behind Kentucky Football podcast I did this week with uh, Trayvon Morgan, and we're going to find out what the, the guys are going to be up to this week. So stay tuned for that. I am Curtis Birch with Larry Vaught, Anthony White, Bo Robinson. This is Kentucky Bank Sunday Morning Sports Talk. back in to Kentucky Bank Sunday Morning Sports Talk. Curtis Birch, Anthony White, Larry Vautbo Robinson with you here today as we wrap up this edition of the show. Didn't play any clips from the most recent Behind Kentucky Football podcast, but um, I did want to share a story. Talk to the transfer in uh, from Michigan State, Trayvon Morgan, big old wide receiver, six foot six. He's very tall, Anthony, um, and uh, you know, on the on the field stuff was was pretty pretty similar from to what we hear hear from a lot of guys this off season. He talked about how he really likes Coach Cohen's offense. Coach Cohen wants to sling the ball down the field. I'm sure that's something that Kentucky fans are loving to hear. He also talked about how all the 
all the quarterbacks are great in their own way, and he's been impressed with every one that he's thrown with during um, this offseason. But I think the thing that uh, kind of tugged at the old heartstrings, Anthony, was he was telling me how the last couple weeks he'd had his little uh, siblings in town because when he, like a lot of guys in high school, he was he moved in with a guardian to be closer to the high school that he was playing at and uh, missed, as he put it, missed some of them, their time growing up. Right. And so he invited them to town and was watching them a little bit and going to water parks and hanging out and catching up on their childhood. And I'm like, man, what a nice young man. Well, I mean, a college kid, normally he, 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 you would think that they don't they don't care about, you know, the little brothers and sisters back home, they just want to do college stuff. But he was—he made a point to to bond with his little siblings, and that makes makes it easy to root for a guy like that. Yeah, I, I watched uh, your interview. I, I kind of liked it. I mean, he's a, a very mature, well-grounded young man. And it's funny you say that. I got a phone call last week from his strength coach, one of the strength and conditioning coaches, really? checking on uh, Rob Ovie checking in on him he's like how is uh Trayvon doing I said uh because we, we actually kind of got in a conversation oh do you think he can play the tight end position I said I know he's big but is he that big and he said with the 6'6 six, six frame you know put a little meat on him because he was a strength coach here thought that that may be an option but that was one thing he said hey I want you to keep an eye on you know check on him for me you know like I said he obviously left a mark with uh coach Ovia just you know being a genuine mm-hmm. guy so it doesn't surprise me when you say that you know he's He's talking about his family yeah. and, and well-grounded. Like, uh, mm-hmm. it doesn't surprise me from the things I've heard from other coaches. And, Larry, I know you got a chance to talk to him as well before he got to campus. Yeah, just a really fun guy to talk about. And and to be honest, Curtis, kind of a guy that you're not hearing his name mentioned a, a whole lot yet, and mm-hmm. that might be a mistake for people not to be talking about him more because you're talking about the, the freshmen coming in, what they might add, and you're talking about you got Wandell that transferred in, Josh Ali's. Back talking about Ray Lewis's son now coming on and yeah. Harris making plays. I wouldn't be surprised by midseason if Morgan is not a guy we're kind of saying, yeah, that's a pretty good pickup they got there too. Because even when you talk about the transfers, how well they did in the portal, that's usually not a name you hear mentioned right there either. But I know when they first got him, Vince was really really high on Morgan, and so I'm kind of anxious to see as they go through practice this month how he progresses and what he's able to do. Yeah. And he's, I was just going to say, he's a guy that just got, you know, with the team. So he didn't get to practice. He didn't, wasn't, uh, didn't enroll, you know, like when Wandale did. Yeah. yeah. So he, he's just, this will be his first couple practices as well. Yeah. The one thing I, I don't think I've, everybody's been talking about, which I kind of, like I said, heard through uh, the grapevine from up in Northeast Ohio, is that he's a 4 4 6 6, running 4 4. Wow. That's, that's impressive that's, speed for a big guy. Like Larry said, nobody's really been talking yeah. about him, so you don't know his upside. The only thing everybody's saying is he's 6'6", six, six, and he's, he has a nice build on him. Yeah. But if you put a 4'4 four, four with 6'6", six, six, that's an automatic problem in yeah. general. No doubt about that. And one thing he said that he's been focusing on is red zone because obviously he would could be a potentially big target and a big weapon in those red zone situations, kind of throwing up those jump balls. Uh, remember back with uh, Ahmad Wagner, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that kind of deal. Maybe I doubt he'll ever be able to draw as many pass interferences as Ahmad Wagner. Maybe he'll be able to haul in some of those touchdowns. So check that out behind Kentucky Football Podcast. We'll retweet one of the show links from the show account. Um, Anthony, what's going on on the locker this week? 
think we're going to go back down uh, media day, fan day. Since we're on one day a week, we got to, you know, we used to have two days a week where we could save some for Tuesday and some for Thursday. But since we're, we're going to probably delve into, you know, what was said at media day and get a little mm-hmm. more research, I'm sure you're going to put some more information out there for me to go look and steal information from. <laughs> so, I, I like I said, the, the, all the media information, media day, fan day information is kind of just – kind of new and everybody's on the same thing we haven't gotten an inside scoop yet so wednesday we'll talk about what you guys saw this weekend what's going on on votsviews.com larry well i'm going to continue my push for anthony white at the uk athletics hall of fame and i'm betting that rob obiot when he called anthony was saying hey that he thinks uh anthony ought to be in the hall of fame too based on the messages he sent me on social media so i'm just guessing anthony was a little uh being a little polite right there, a little humble when he said that, but I'm going to keep writing about that. Oh, and I'm going to have some more with J- Jensen Castle. She's now two down at 18, after 18, but lunch break, and hopefully she'll regroup, and hopefully maybe I can get her on air with us next Sunday. I think it's pretty remarkable that she's the first UK golfer to be in this position, and this also gets her in next year's U.S. Women's Open. Oh, really? That's an extra bonus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a- yeah, she played... She played this year, but had to qualify through 36-hole qualifier. But when you get into the finals like this, you automatically get into the U.S. Open the next year. And if she was able to come back and be the first U.K. player ever to win the championship, she'll be part of the Curtis Tip team that will be playing Europe later this month, I believe it is, or maybe it's early September. Wait, there's a cup named after me? Did you say Curtis yeah, Cup? Yeah, the Curtis Cup, yeah. I figured you'd be going. I figured you covered that. Uh, well, I mean, I, I'm honored. I, I must have missed some mail or like an email or something. I better check my spam folder. I didn't know yeah, there was there was something named after me. Yeah, ch- check it there and, and make sure. And then, uh, then there'll be some other stories this week at VolskyUse.com from the UK Football Media mm-hmm. Day. And also story tomorrow about a uh, new track team member that they're going to have. Uh-oh. Oh, that, oh, nice little tease. Little tease. That was a good work. Uh <laughs> Practice is starting up as well, so there's going to be a ton of coverage that I'll be helping with with the UK Sports Network um, post-practice and getting all those interviews from players. So we'll be sharing all that as well. Uh, you can follow, of course, UK Sports Network on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Also, I, I still got some stuff in the can from uh, Media Day that I think is is rather entertaining. I asked some of the guys some fun questions and. They did not disappoint with their answers, so you'll want to be following along uh, for that. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the show. Big thanks to Clark Pumpkin Shop for hosting us once again here on Main Street in downtown Lexington. Uh, go to your local Clark's Pumpkin Shop and get some delicious breakfast like Anthony and I had. Huge thanks to Bo Robinson for producing the show as always, and thanks to Anthony White and Larry Vaught for their time. Be sure to listen to The Locker and check out vaultsviews.com. I've been Curtis Birch, and you've been listening to Kentucky Bank Sunday Morning Sports Talk. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.